Every day, the Rundown podcast keeps you in the loop about the people and places that shape Chicago. The show is possible thanks to the ongoing support of listeners like you who understand the value of our work to keep you engaged. Support the Rundown podcast at wbez.org slash rundown donate. And thank you. Good morning. I'm Adora Namigade, and this is The Rundown. After a Gaza hospital bombing left hundreds of people dead, nearly a thousand protesters in Chicago are calling for a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. My colleague Claire Lane went to the Federal Plaza last night to report on the protest. She met Ayad Nasir, who held a Palestinian flag to honor his brother and sister living in Gaza. He says by sending aid to Israel, the U.S. is enabling the conflict and more people are dying. They're sending all those money to kill, the, to kill all those honest kids and all people up there in Gaza for nothing. Protester Fatima Aye says by publicly supporting Israel, Senators Dick Durbin and Tammy Duckworth and Congresswoman Jan Schakowsky are condemning innocent Palestinians. Instead, demonstrators want more humanitarian aid for those in the Gaza Strip. The FBI is investigating whether the murder of a six-year-old Palestinian-American boy in suburban Plainfield is a hate crime. My colleague Mawa Iqbal is reporting on the investigation. Will County prosecutors have already filed state hate crime charges against 71-year-old Joseph Juba. They say the landlord attacked his Palestinian-American tenants because of their identity, even though he had no problems with them before. And that makes this case unusual, according to Loyola University law professor Janine Bell. Individuals are frequently victimized by someone that they know, but the relationship is usually a little bit more distant. Say, for instance, a neighbor, as opposed to someone that they had a good relationship before. The suspect is next due in court October 30th. Illinois teachers wanted to make sure they get the support they need as the state revises a blueprint for how children are taught to read in school. My colleague Alex Degman is reporting the State Board of Education has until the end of January to devise a new literacy plan. That plan would emphasize a science-backed approach to teaching reading. The consensus is now to build lessons around phonics. The board received a second draft crafted after months of feedback. Donna Leek, the board's vice chair, says professional development for existing and incoming teachers is crucial to the plan. If we are really looking at being fair in terms of competency of our teachers, if we're talking literacy, that we really are including um, items that connect to understanding how to teach literacy. This isn't a mandate. It would not force districts to change how they teach reading. A Cook County commissioner wants to make sure some suburban residents aren't left behind as planners and government leaders reshape public transit. My colleague Christian Schorsch spoke with Commissioner Maggie Trevor, who represents parts of the northwest suburbs, where she says there are transportation deserts. And they're not using the system at all because it doesn't exist for them. It doesn't service where they live and it doesn't go where they need to go. Trevor says it's hard to travel between suburbs on public transit and that some people don't take certain jobs because they don't have a ride there. Commissioners were briefed yesterday about plans to make public transit across the region more sustainable. Metro, CTA and PACE have fewer riders and are facing budget shortfalls on the heels of the pandemic. Some quick hits before today's weather. Cook County is awarding nearly $5 million in domestic violence grants to eight community organizations. They connect survivors with housing, counseling, and legal support. County leaders say domestic violence surged during the pandemic. The grants are funded with federal pandemic relief dollars. 
Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker is launching a nonprofit to protect and expand abortion rights across the country. The Sun-Times reports the Think Big America group will work in states with abortion rights initiatives on the ballot. The group's efforts will focus on gathering petitions and funding advertisements. Their first stop will be in Ohio, which has a referendum to codify the right to an abortion. Today it should rain most of the day with highs in the high 50s. Tonight it will dip down to the low 50s. Then tomorrow the high will be in the high 50s again, but no rain. That's it for now. Later today, my rundown co-host Erin Allen speaks with Chicago's own Yatasha Womack. She's both a scholar of Afrofuturism and the author of a new book on the cultural significance of the Marvel superhero Black Panther. She describes Black Panther's country of Wakanda as, quote, a protopia. Wakanda is a mythic space in one sense, but then it's very real. One woman in the book said that uh, Wakanda was as real for her as the the biblical city of Canaan. Mm. You know, that's saying a lot. Yeah. So for some, it's not just some fantasy tale. It has real resonance because it synergizes all these possibilities, these hopes, these dreams. Hear from Yatasha Womack today at 1 p.m. right here. I'm Adora Namigate. Thanks for listening. Thank you.